0: Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman.
1: Greetings. This is Dr. Craig Dossman. I'm also here with
2: Pamela Jordan.
1: We want to encourage you to continue to send in your questions so that we can share with you from our experience when you're dealing with issues that might be too tough for you to handle. At this time, we're gonna just go right into our questions.
3: I'm a divorcee with two children, ages 13 and 10. And it's been a few years, but I'm considering going back on the market and starting to date again. In the past, I've always experienced so much hurt and have gotten so many scars and wounds from relationships. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of having this fear of being rejected again. After my divorce nine years ago, I've only dated twice but it always ended up ending the same way. I put a lot more into the relationship than I got out of it. I love hard, and many times it's not reciprocated, and I end up just being neglected and rejected, or even cheated on. I'm beginning to feel like this is a theme. Should I get back out there and try again, or should I just come to the realization that I will never find true love? And it's signed, Erica.
1: Let me say this, Erica. There's a there's a book, I can't think of the author right now, but uh, you can Google the title of the book. It's entitled Finding Mr. Right, Avoiding Mr. Wrong. Finding Mr. Right, Avoiding Mr. Wrong. Google those words and the author out of Seattle will pop up. But basically, he is a psychologist and he's dealing with the personality disorders, but he's putting a lot of emphasis in in what we call the dating game. Basically, his premise or his rationale is that we can never change anyone. The only person we have the ability to change is ourselves. He says, when, when you're dating someone, he says, it's think of a magnet. Magnets are attracted to other people magnets because they have similar materials and and so they are attracted to each other so people when they date they normally date because there's something about that other person that attracts them now those attractions i've learned could be good and they could also be bad because you if you were raised in a family of domestic violence and you're used to being around the atmosphere of domestic violence, you might unknowingly find yourself attracted to individuals who are controlling and who might, in a sense, be violent. Um, And so, because for many people, that's comfortable. That's what they're, that's their normal. That's what they're used to. Even those things that, we feel are inappropriate. This has been their lives. They they lived it, and so um, he he points out the fact that what what we then need to do is that we need to first ask ourselves the question: Why am I always attracted to this type of person? And then in his he speaks about those different personalities, like he might have a section one called one called Mister Wonderful, and basically that's a person who uh, drives around in a, a sporty Mercedes Benz, uh, but he works at McDonald's, or he 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 has nothing really going on in his life, or you have one person he talks about angry man. And this is the individual that he felt that life was so unfair. And so he's going to take it out on everyone he comes in contact with. So all of these personalities find individuals that they have in common. When I would speak at high schools, I would always ask, ask the question, how many of you have ever dated a loser? Raise your hand. And then they would just raise their hand real fast and giggle and laugh. And then I would simply respond, well, be careful, because losers only date losers. Uh, Because they're attracted to each other. Then everyone got quiet. But this is basically what it is. This is why in his book it's so powerful, because he speaks about first that personality that you are attracted to. But then he tells you why that person is attracted to you, because there's something about you that's so similar to him or her that you are attracted. So the only person that can change is yourself. So if you change yourself, you can change the person who's attracted to you. One more example, you can have two young ladies and you can have a gentleman walking up to one at a time. To one young lady, he could curse like a sailor. But if he goes up to this other young lady, she will look at him and immediately tell him that's inappropriate and that is not acceptable. Because we are constantly teaching that if something is not acceptable, then you don't laugh at it, you don't clap hands at it. It really goes back to the fact that I would suggest that in this type of situation, it's very important for you to begin to have a better understanding about yourself not other people outside of you, but yourself. That's why therapy uh, plays such an important role because it helps you understand what is it about you that keep attracting these individuals who you say you don't like. So to understand yourself and to discover yourself and to bring some of those skeletons out of your own closet. And so as you change yourself, You will change people who you want to be attracted towards you. So I think therapy is very important. I think counseling is very important so that you can begin to go on a self-discovery to understand yourself and to understand about things that you are used to and that you have accepted in your life and, and individuals you have accepted in your life. Because for you, that's been normal. If you want that to change, the first person that needs to change is you, Dr. Jordan. Wow,
2: Dr. Dossman, you actually hit the nail on the nose because that's exactly what I was going to say is that as women, we really need to look at ourselves and do a self-examination because so often the men that we choose in our lives, there's a reason for us choosing those men either we desire the bad boys because we lived in this cookie cutter environment or grew up in this household that was so perfect that you know we want to tamper or experience that other side of that life and our desires will cause us to seek out men that are bad boys and then we will desire men who are um, you know, uh, wealthy, because we may have lived in poverty for most of our lives. So there's a reason why you're choosing the wrong men. And all the time, 100% of the time, it has to do with you. And I really want to encourage you to before you even begin dating again, to really take time to get to know you. Begin to know your likes, your dislikes, your needs, what you want in life, what you want for the future, what you want. Um, Did you mention you you have two children, what you want for your children? And you want to seek out somebody who has those same desires, those same goals, who can complement you, uh, not tear you down. You also mentioned feeling rejected. Sometimes, you know, you feel rejection from a man who doesn't desire you. You mentioned that you love hard and sometimes you love them more than they love you. You know, those are signs. uh, Those are signs that you are having this uh, feeling of rejection, possibly from your past, uh, probably from neglects that you have experienced as a child and you're seeking somebody uh, that you could love and you're pushing your love on them But yet they're still not loving you back the way you deserve to be loved. So you really need to begin with yourself and start developing self-love for yourself. The more you love yourself, you're not going to settle for just any guy. You're going to settle for somebody who's going to love you the way you deserve to be loved for the queen that you are. And so I really want to encourage you to stop just picking somebody who you think you like. Oftentimes what looks good on the outside is not good on the inside. So make sure that you are choosing somebody who has those same qualities inside that you need in your life and that you obtain in your life, you know, um, I I totally agree with Dr. Dossman and the book that he recommended. I really want to encourage you to get that book. It sounds like it's an amazing book. I want to get it for myself. (laughs) Um, Dr. Dossman, can you share with us again the name of the book
1: and the author? It's entitled Finding Mr. Right, Avoiding Mr. Wrong. And it basically deals with, because we agree, there are about 12 different Personalities, And so he actually goes through all of those personalities and the women that are attracted to them and the men who are attracted to those similar traits and how we have to change. I was just thinking, uh, you know, as we conclude with this question, that uh, it, it almost sounds like this person almost speaks as if uh, she presents with symptoms of dependent personality. Disorder where a person is you, you don't have confidence in yourself. And so you think that your whole life, your whole world is dependent upon this person, or you don't want to speak, or you don't want to make a decision because you think you're going to make a mistake, and all those type of things. But it's important for you to really take some time uh, understanding yourself. I think in therapy that can take place for you to realize who you are and why is it that these people keep knocking at your door and you keep going to them. You need to find yourself because I don't think that they actually broke into your home and put a cufflinks on you and a ball and chain and say, you come with me. No, you made a decision that you were going to open yourself up to the person. So change yourself. And then I also, you know, agree with Dr. Jordan about Your children, hey, any good parent, any good mother, any good spouse, you just don't want anybody to come around your children. And you don't want anyone to cause just like some of the people say, hey, I can do bad all by myself. I don't need to bring some uh, other trouble inside here. So you have to first get help for yourself, get support for yourself, fall in love with yourself. Take yourself out for a date. Give yourself a bubble bath. If you learn to love yourself, then you can learn to understand better how you should be treated. And as Dr. Dorn says Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're worth that and and much more. You know, you're a very important uh, individual. You're very special in this world. We're glad you're here. You need to act like it and have higher expectations. But first of all, you need to start with rebuilding yourself Then when you can get yourself together, then you can sit down and talk with your your children and just tell them, you know, you're you're lonely, not so much alone, but you would like to have a a partner, someone you can share your life with. And not that you need someone, those dangerous people are people that need someone, they're needy. Uh, I go back to that dependent personality type, you know, you're needy. And you don't want to be like that. Realize that you have a high standard. And if someone wants to have your time, that you're not going down to their level, but they're going to have to come up a little bit to yours. Absolutely. All right, Dr.
2: ours Thank you.
0: We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.